Morning, afternoon, evening, because I've no idea when you're listening to this, but welcome to Cold Coffee Podcasts. And it's where we have powerful inspiration from positive people. And one of the most positive people I've ever met is the lovely Jenny Legg. And Jenny is here. You can say hi. Hello. (laughs) Um, And Jenny's going to tell us about her campaign and also about mental health. She's a mental health trainer, but she has a a campaign that is around defibrillation. I can't say it. Jenny, say it. It's a very hard word to say. Defibrillation. Defibrillation. There you go. So it's over to you, Jenny. Tell us more about you. Thank you so much, James. Uh, So I am Jenny from Training Legs First Aid, uh, where we deliver training in physical and mental health. And we create everyday life-saving heroes in our training sessions. But at the moment, which is the reason why I'm here to see you today, I am running a campaign called Bra Off Defib On, which is all around safe use of a defibrillator on women. Because we are 30% less likely to survive a safe use of a defibrillator because we are wearing a bra and people don't take the bra off. So we have a hashtag, which Go I know on. you love. I do. I love this hashtag. <laughs> Wait for it. The hashtag is get your tits out for the pads. I'll just let that sit for a moment. Brilliant. Pads, just... not lads. <laughs> uh, play on words, but very simply, just to try and get the message out there, we want to get our bare the chest to save the rest. Yeah, it's yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Get tits out for the lads. That takes me back a few years. <laughs> We're not allowed to say that now. No, no. <laughs> but we can say pads. Yes. So we want everyone to follow the hashtag, get your tips out for the pads. That's, yeah. And this is all to do with the defib training and defibs in general. Correct. So go through the statistics of what happens or what is likely to happen if you're mistrained. With a defib, so there are, there are so many dire statistics out there. Uh, the three that I want to talk about in this uh, campaign are that women are fifty percent more likely to be misdiagnosed with having a heart attack when they go into hospital uh, than a man is. You're joking. Um, because they're seen as being anxious um, or being what's the word a hypochondriac that it's not it's not as bad as it actually is um also the way that women have heart attacks are slightly different to men as well and often might not be picked up on the uh, machines it's bloody victorian it's ridiculous absolutely ridiculous second one is that women are 27 percent less likely to have cpr done on them um because people are worried about touching women um simply because we are a woman, a man might just be like, I don't want to do that because I don't want to touch a a, a woman. And then thirdly, which is the one that I'm focusing my campaign on, is this 30% of women are less likely to survive safe use of a defibrillator because the bra hasn't been removed and the pads can't go in the places that they need to go because the bra is still there and because of the underwire in the bra. I get, I get the underwire thing. I've, I've been defib trained a long time ago, 
And it was a question that I asked about the underwiring because what you don't want is a massive electrical pulse going through the wires around your breasts. Um, and we weren't actually trained. And it was only when I asked the question that that was answered. Mm -hmm. um, and I think people are still frightened. We need, we need people out there to actually say, do it. Just, mm -hmm. just do it and save a life. I, don't, I, don't, it, it, I find it incredible that we're, here we are in, what, 2023, um, and we're still embarrassed about saving somebody's life. Yeah. You know, and, and the, the connotations of what happens if we do it, you know, take, take somebody's bra off when they need to be saved. So there's two, there's sort of two <laughs> parts to it. There's the part that people just don't know like yourself in training unless somebody asks mm. it's not standard practice to say in training get the bra off there's no literature in any of the training uh, manuals in any of the awarding bodies that um, deliver the training that say specifically you must say in your training to remove the bra it would only be conversationally or if the trainer is hot on it mm. uh, like myself and the uh, my colleagues we all work together and we all you know say get you know get the bra off but a lot of trainers don't do that um and then you've got the element of um exposing the chest embarrassment worry am i a pervert have i uh, sexually assaulted this person by doing cpr on them you know with their chest bare you know what, what's the fallout from that am i going to get sued yeah, because I've got exposed her chest. But there are laws, law, laws or guidelines around this, aren't there? Correct. Yeah. So we've got the Good Samaritans Act, and we've got the um, Local uh, Social Heroism Act, which came out in 2015, which protects us. So if you are reasonably trying to save somebody's life, then all everything goes out the window. You know, it doesn't mm. matter if you are a man or woman or a beast, whatever you are, it doesn't matter. If you're saving somebody's life, then you can get their chest out. I've never met a woman when I've been doing this, talking about this, that has said to me, no, I'd rather you left my bra in and that I died. I'd rather you left it on. I don't, yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. And, and there's this sort of I don't know, this social brick wall about it. Mm -hmm. So you deliver training and you had and your big and you well, it's your campaign. Get your tits out for the pads. I love that. And <laughs> I'm not gonna mention. We can that have there. a little giggle about it. Um, Everyone loves boobs. I d yeah. <laughs> we can have well, a if it, about it. <laughs> Stephen Fry said, if it wasn't for boobs, we wouldn't be here. So There you go. What a yeah, man. Yeah, what a man. <laughs> One of my heroes. Amazing. Um I think as I say, I don't know. There's this, this, this awful problem, but we should be able to do it. And we sh and I think we need more training. We general public need more training. We need more awareness, and we need more defibs, mm -hmm. definitely. Mm -hmm. And so we can use them. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a massive campaign out there at the moment for all sports clubs and all schools to have defibrillators in place by September 2023. So that's a huge campaign very very exciting so there's going to be a hell of a lot more of them around the country yeah yeah 
Um, we always say, find out where your nearest ones are to you. When you're walking down the street, clock your defibrillators yes. because you just never know when you might come across somebody. There's a few different apps out there that will show you where defibrillators are. Oh, really? There are, yeah. Um, Got any names? There's one called defibfinder.uk, which is directly linked to the circuit. And the circuit is the registration system uh, that we have in the UK to register a defibrillator. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if you bought one and you wanted other people to be able to use it, so a public defibrillator, you would register it on the circuit so that the ambulance service knows where they are. And then they then get transferred into these different apps. And the defibfinder.uk um, will have listed on there where that defibrillator is. So you know Brilliant. where your nearest one Well, we've are. all pretty much got smartphones. Yeah. I almost, I've got one. I have. <laughs> Don't know how to use it. I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think this is, yeah, and, and you know, all power to you for, for, for what you're doing. And, yeah, we need more people out there. and We need this campaign to get bigger. Mm-hmm. And I think we need a lot more awareness. Yes. And I suppose, it's, as usual, it's always money constraints and Yeah, there's always money attached to these things. Of course there is. Yeah. So we've got the um, – so getting having the defibrillators out there is brilliant. That's yeah. job one done. So we've got the equipment there. Now we've got to train everybody in using them and having the confidence because I bet you there's people listening to this today going, I wouldn't have a clue how to use a defibrillator. Now, they're designed to be as simple as possible. They take you through every single step that you need to go through to put it on somebody. They, uh, the only action you have to do is turn it on, follow instructions, and press the shock button if it needs you to shock. And it has, it has verbal instructions. Verbal instructions. And okay. it has flashing lights, and it has... Uh, visual instructions as well so if your uh, hearing is impaired you should still be able to see it um, on the defibrillator as well so okay. different options um, and it's just giving people the confidence to use it so uh, I run one hour workshops I've done quite a few down in Brighton Marina recently because they've had a new set of defibrillators inputted around the residence area at Brighton Marina oh, okay so I've gone down there and trained a whole load of people. So what we do is we deliver CPR training, defibrillator training, and removal of a bra in one hour. So any company that listens to this, or anyone that's involved, this is an hour, a lunchtime. This, yeah. is, this, is, this is somebody's lunch hour mm-hmm. where they could learn to save a life. Absolutely. Yeah, really simple, one hour. That's all it takes. How much does it cost? £150. Per person? No, that's for for up to 12 delegates. That's a no-brainer. Jeez. Mm -hmm. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah. It it sounds great, and you've been doing this for some time. Yeah, I've been doing it for some time. Um, It's starting to get traction now, so a lot more people being um, more interested in it. Uh, which is obviously the, the aim of the game. Um, we um, are, what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, we're getting uh, stickers put on defibrillators now as well, so that when people do go to the defibrillators, there's a reminder on them saying bra off defib on, so mm. bright orange sticker actually on the defibrillator, because when it gives you the instructions, the, uh, the bit where it says to uh, take the clothes off is it says, 
bear the chest. So very simply says bear the chest. So the assumption is, is that bystanders know that that means take everything off. But we need that additional reminder to say, get the bra off as well. So we're hoping to have those put on. So it would help if it said completely bare the chest. It would help if it said, don't forget the bra, but I don't yeah. think yeah. <laughs> we get that part. That's, that's a bit of a that, pipe dream. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. We need badges. We need badges. We need banners. We need stickers. We're going to have stickers put on bras as well so that when people buy bras, it will say bra off defib on so they can stick them to their own bras. Now, something you said to me is you don't cut the bra at the middle. Correct. Yeah. Tell me about that. So we don't cut down the middle because someone's doing CPR in the middle of the chest. Oh, cool. So someone's okay. doing CPR there. So the cut has to go down the side. Yeah. So down the side of the, across the strap, and then just flap it open. Right. Okay. Yeah, just flap it open. You're cutting through the clothes anyway down the yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, For exactly the same reason. So it all comes off, cut, 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 and then you just have to lift the hand off the chest for a split second to remove the bra, and then the chest is bare, and then the deep. you're doing the CPR. Okay, yeah, mm. all right. And that's something else that's included in the training is that chest compression CPR. Yeah, so we do compression only CPR in the training. So we don't oh. do the rescue breaths. We just concentrate on the chest compressions. Um, because if someone is in cardiac arrest and you've seen them collapse in front of you, mm. so say here right now, James, you just suddenly collapsed in front of me. I know you've got oxygen in your body. So I know the most important thing to do is to keep it circulating around. So it's like recycled air that I'm searching yeah, around yeah. your body to get up to your brain, to keep your your organs working. To keep you going. So I would just do compressions. 100 beats per minute, pounding on your chest, Gosh. width of the credit card, until an ambulance arrived. That's what I would do. Now, if I'd smothered you with this pillow, and then you became unconscious, you've been starved of oxygen, so then I would do the rescue breath. Then you do the mouth CPR. Yeah. Get some oxygen in you be able to circulate it around god yeah. that's brilliant that's uh, that, i mean it's so necessary and i'd forgotten about that as well and i did i really didn't know about yeah if you collapse you've obviously got oxygen in your body mm -hmm. the only thing i can really remember is tough doing the chest compressions yeah how tough it is and it doesn't matter if you break ribs we crack on that's we, the term we use oh, okay. we crack on with it i love it <laughs> And the only other thing is, before you actually start doing CPR, you make sure they're not wired up to the mains. Yeah, we try to yeah stop them from being wired up to the mains. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only thing I remember is the first, you know, what do you do? You start this, and the guy that trained me said, no, no, you just check that they haven't got an electrical connection mm -hmm. that's caused the collapse. That's brilliant. I had a, a, a funny um, incident in training relatively recently when we were talking about defibrillators and um, one of the women sort of piped up halfway through and said, um, how am I going to get them over to the defibrillator? Do I lift them up by the legs? How do I? She thought that the defib stayed where it oh, was no. because it's an electric current yeah. and you have to take the casualty to the defibrillator. And I said, oh, sorry, no, you always bring the defib to the down patient. to the casualty. But I'd obviously not explained it that well or she just misunderstood just like no you always bring the defib to the casualty these, you never move the casualty see they're not silly questions they're very very valid if people somebody doesn't know then they don't know yeah. and i think that's that's excellent 
And there's another defib coming out as well, a cheaper one. Yes. Tell me about that. Very excited, very, very excited. It's called a Cell AED. Uh, brand new. I think they're only like a month old. So they're, you know, they're, they're going out there. But it's a bit like a James Bond defibrillator. Right. So really, really small. They, they're calling them pocket-sized defibrillators, but I'd say they're a bit bigger than a pocket. Um, you know, sort of pencil case sort of size. Okay. Defib. And they are 360 quid. And they've got 40 shocks in them. So the battery life is obviously a lot less than a standard yeah. defibrillator. But still, 40 shocks is ample because uh, you're shocking someone every two minutes. That's 80 minutes. So hopefully your ambulance is going to be there before One those would have minutes so. are used, and um, you just you pull it pull it apart, and the pads are the defibrillator, and you just pop it in place where the pads go, and then it does everything for you, shocks it everything. So it does analysing of the heart rhythm. You just got to make sure you're not doing CPR at that point. Yeah, yeah. It talks you through the whole process, shocks the casualty. And then it restarts the cycle again for uh, every two minutes. That's brilliant. It's absolutely insane. I'm purchasing one of those. And you can buy these off of from from the company or? Yeah. So um, that's a really good question. So Pro Training is who are the ones that are the provider of the okay. later. Comfort so if you go training. on Pro Training, look up Cell AED, you'll find them on there. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, we will put. We put some bits on the back end of, of this podcast uh, to let you know where you can get stuff like this, and we'll also put your um, details on as well. So we yeah, can mention my name because then you know I get a little tick in the box to say yeah, yep, a nice little green bit tick to say another one sold. We'll do that. Yeah, we'll get that sorted. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, thank you for that, and I hope that this has been informative to everyone. Um, I'm turning to the camera now because uh, most of this has been with my the back of my head, which I know is lovely. But <laughs> so thank you, Jenny, for that. Um, and it's really lovely to see you. It's been lovely to see you too. Thank you so much. Oh, you liar. <laughs> <laughs> I've had two cups of tea. I've had a lovely time. There you go. You. <laughs>